Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Yeah, I got my snowshoes uh, by the door. I didn't need them. Uh, you know, the shovel was ready or at the ready and um, not a dang thing here. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's actually a very good thing. Yeah, I was listening to a Boston radio station this morning and they were talking about how they missed it too. They dodged a bullet. Uh, but apparently some areas up in New England didn't. I guess oh, in the yeah. Berk- I mean, Berkshires. I can go 10 miles go- up the road and be 20, uh, 20 inches deep in it. Yeah, well, better them than you, right? <laughs> That's right. And guess where I'm not going? 20, 20 miles, miles up, up the road. road. <laughs> For 10 miles. Forget it. Isn't you guys have truth. fun up there. Hey, uh, the big story yesterday, the Russians, uh, two Russian fighter jets, caused an Air Force MQ-9 drone to crash in international waters during uh, their attempt to intercept the remotely operated aircraft over the Black Sea. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of people in Washington who have their hackles up. One of them would be Lindsey Graham. Does that surprise you? Lindsey Graham wants us to go there and do nasty things to the Russians for their bringing down the drone. And, you know, they did it. The, the Russians... The drone, yeah, they're expensive, but it's not a... Right. It's fighter not a jet. Yeah. And, you know, the the Russians, they first, they dumped some fuel on it to blind it. And I guess that didn't work. And one of the, yeah, one of the reckless cowboy Russians, uh, I guess he nudged his plane into the prop. Those are the uh, drones that have that little propeller on the back. And yeah. he nudged his, I guess, his uh, airplane into the prop and jammed it. And they said the, uh, I guess, the Department of Defense, the Pentagon said they had to bring it down. They probably glided it down into the into the water, and I would also imagine, by the way, that we picked it up because somebody asked, "Do the Russians have it?" And the uh, the Pentagon quickly said, "No, no, 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 we have it, we have it." I mean, they, they don't uh, have but it. But why did they have to go and retrieve it? I mean, what's so classified about a drone, or what kind of a surveillance was it doing that there would have been evidence of? Well, I would think that we probably have had drones uh, going over that area for decades. I mean, heck, uh, let me give you another example. These these people are talking about going literally to war with Russia over this drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I point to the Gary Powers, Gary Francis Powers uh, U-2 right. uh, situation. That was, what, in the early 60s? Well, we yeah. had a U-2 plane uh, shot down by the Russians. There was a yeah. guy in that plane. We did not go to war with Russia uh, over the U-2 plane. I mean, we uh, had our hackles up, and we watched uh, for remotely uh, while he was being tried. He wasn't executed. Eventually, he was traded back to the United States. Uh, but we didn't launch a strike on the Russians. And if you listen to guys like Graham talk right now, they want us to, 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 I think they want us to nuke Moscow because they brought one of our drones down. And then, you know, Bill, then there's the other question. I hate to sound so cynical, but, you know, uh, con- taking into consideration the environment we live in right now, uh, the untruthfulness uh, in this environment, you have to ask yourself, did this really happen? You say, oh, what do you mean, Jim? Well, the, the Russians deny it happened, okay? So did it really happen? Or was this a manufactured incident in order to get us closer or actually involved in some kind of a shooting war with the Russians? I think a lot of what we hear is manufactured. 
made up. They're lies. The media controls everything, and it has for a long time. Look what's going on up in Canada. Trudeau has got uh, laws in going into effect that are going to stop people from what they have to say, free speech, on the Internet or electronic media. And if they do it in Canada, you know, they're socialist. Well, whether you want to believe it or not, we've been a socialist country for quite some time. You just didn't know it. You know, you know? I, I heard Tucker refer to Trudeau as Fidel Castro's son. You know, we, yeah. we, we considered that possibility months ago. Yeah. And apparently it's more of a, 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 something to consider than we thought. Fidel conclusion. Yeah. See, the story apparently is that, that uh, Pierre Trudeau's wife was a flirt and had a relationship with Fidel Castro. She was enamored by the guy. And apparently the result of that uh, flirtatious uh, involvement was, was uh, Justin Trudeau. And uh, if you look at Justin Trudeau, uh, when you get a free moment and you have a pencil near you, if you have a picture of him nearby, uh, draw a beard on him and see whether there's a resemblance. I mean, I'm just saying, put a little fuzzy beard on uh, on Justin's picture. Kind of looks like Fidel. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the apple never falls that far from the tree. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And he's delighted that he's bringing Canada into socialism. I mean, big time. I mean, who would ever well, would have thought? They're taking the rights away from Canadian citizens. I see them occasionally on some of the talk shows, and some of the citizens up there they'll, they'll come on and they'll, yeah. you know, talk about something that's happening in Canada, and they're frustrated. They they were they're as frustrated as we are. Uh, the people so who are, are they going to have Canada. a revolution? I don't know. You know, it takes a lot these days to bring people to the point of revolution. Uh, th there's a lot of things that people are afraid of losing. Uh, the biggest thing they're afraid of losing is is peace. I mean, if, if their world is basically peaceful, uh, do they want to risk losing that? Uh, you know, we, we live in a different time than we did back in 1776. Uh, there, well, it was a totally different environment. Yeah, if you're afraid of giving up your rights and freedoms, you've already given them up. That's true. So, you know, I mean, how far into the abyss do you want to fall? You know, that being said, i got to read you something, Bill. This is from... A woman, her real name is Elisa Zinoviena. Elisa Zinoviena. Ah, Russian name. Yes, Russian. She came to this country. She was a, an American philosopher and writer. You may know her as Anne Rand. I guess Atlas Shrugged. Remember that? All right. She was a, a really good writer. She was, a, uh, she was in this country uh, from 19... I guess she, like, she moved here with her family... I want to say in the 20s, maybe it was the teens, uh, a turn of the century, and she lived till 1982. Um, but she wrote this. When you notice that to produce, you need to get permission from those who do not produce anything. When you check that money flows to those who do not deal with goods but with favors. When you realize that many become rich by the bribery and for influence more than by your work, and that the laws do not protect you against them, but on the contrary, they are the ones who are protected against you. When you discover that corruption is rewarded and honesty becomes a self-sacrifice, 
then you can assert without fear of being wrong that your society is doomed. Mm. And I read that and I thought, boy, does that sound familiar? Well, you know, let me just break it down for a second. When you need permission from those who don't produce anything to get something, that's mm-hmm. politicians, right? Want to buy? Want to go buy a, a rifle? You need permission from a politician to get right. the rifle or the gun, right? Mm-hmm. When you check that money flows to those who do not deal in goods but with favors, does that sound like a politician? Well, does, <coughs> excuse me. Sounds like Joe Biden right there. When you, you know with yeah. what's going on with the Biden that's true family, the family. Or the crime family yeah but it's Joe that's yeah see, everyone misses that point you know Hunter and uh, old Biden well family. on the same but, uh, in the same area when you realize that many become rich by the bribery and the influence more than by the work that they do well that's definitely Joe that's you well, know that's that's Joe and Obama because now Obama made some money. While he was president in ways that he wasn't really supposed to, but, you know, it was cloaked under different, you know, book deals, stuff like that, which even should have waited. But as soon as he got out of office, he was a rich man. He became a rich man in office, which is weird. Mm -hmm. But then he became a very rich man. I mean, he owns his own private island. He never had the where for all to do that. He has a $10 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard, right? Yeah, you know, so he's got that. And, you know, two months after Joe got out, you know, Joe, uh, all of a sudden with, you know, the Hunter had a lot of things going on and he reported to the big guy, Joe. Mm-hmm. He got his 10%. The big yeah, guy got his and, 10%. But he got actually more than that. And now there's another Biden name that's come up. And But before we get to that point, I gotta, and the laws do, do not protect you against them, but on the contrary, they're the ones who are protected against you, meaning... Instead of making laws that protect the public, they make mm-hmm. laws that protect the politicians. You know, <laughs> Biden's been protected, and Hunter's yeah. been protected for, yeah. uh, from their wrongdoings for mm-hmm. years. They, they, the Republicans, well, got look, lucky. And look at January six, right? Mm-hmm. Was the public protected, or were the politicians protected? Well, the politicians were protected, and they lied. And they're still trying to sell the lie that um, they presented a, a, a oh, case. Oh, it was it was the worst thing since January since Pearl Harbor. It was it was worse than nine eleven. Do you know they yeah. sh- they showed a picture on uh, Tucker's program yesterday? A young guy, a protester, was there, and literally the cameras have him, and you can tell because he's wearing a MAGA hat, which is red. The camera follows him. He comes into the Capitol. He's talking to people. It almost looks like he's telling people to get out of the Capitol. He walks into the Capitol. He turns around. He's talking to a few other people, and he walks out. He was in under. He was in the Capitol under a a minute, under a minute, and the Department of Justice initially wanted to put him in jail for ten years. Now they'll be happy if he'll take a deal and go go to jail for a year. A year. Why should he go to jail at all? He shouldn't. He shouldn't, Bill. Um, you know, uh, just like the guy that uh, dressed in the horns and stuff like that. I think he's a Navy officer, you know, and all of a sudden, yeah, you know. Chensley, I think his name was. Jason and, or Jacob Chensley. And they're saying, uh, how dare Tucker, um, you know, edit the uh, the footage. And they're saying, here's the raw footage. 
And the guy's just standing there going. Yeah. He got up. He got. He went into the Senate office. He went into the Senate office. and uh, Senate chamber. Senate office. I'm sorry. Senate chamber. And right. he did something so obscene. You know what he did? He, he took off his horns <laughs> and he prayed for the Capitol Police for, be, for them being so good and taking care of everybody who was there on that day. Not hurting well, there's people. There's a prayer I bet he wants to take back. But he prayed. He got up and prayed. He didn't break anything. He didn't steal anything. He walked around. They have video of him walking around with two or three Capitol Police. They look like they're just having a good old time, talking, re- laughing. Nothing uh, bad going on. But, you know, they want to, they've already put him in jail for four years. Four years. Yeah. Well, you know, you look back at the, the January 6th, why did that really happen? And why did, um, you know, uh, Pelosi and the crew turn down Trump's offer of uh, the, the National Guard there? Because she well, wanted it to happen, Bill. Yeah, because that was the only way, and the evidence now is coming out. She wanted to do this insurrection thing and get Trump, and the only way to do it was to manufacture it. And But... The, the evidence is there. But are you going to hear about it on the mainstream media? Nope. You look at the January 6th committee hearings, hmm? it looks like something out of Soviet Russia back in the 50s and 60s. Absolutely 100% staged. And they vehemently will proclaim from the highest mountaintop, the participants, that it was just and fair. And you know damn well... It wasn't. Look at the video they released from uh, on the Car- uh, Carlson show uh, last week. It shows a clip. The clip that they showed you in the January 6th committee was uh, Senator Hawley from Missouri r- scurrying across the hall like he's running from something, like he's afraid. And everybody in the hearing laughed like it was a joke. Somebody on the panel on the on the panel made some kind of silly comment, oh, what's he afraid of or something like that? And the whole audience laughed at Hawley, Josh Hawley. Right. Then Carlson showed the whole clip, and you see the Capitol Police ushering about uh, 15 or 20 senators across that same hallway right? and waving them, let's go. And all these senators are going across the last one to come across was Josh Hawley. All of the others had already crossed over. He was with a group of people, but they made it look like Hawley was running away on his own. They wanted to mimic and embarrass the guy. The whole hearing was staged. Look at the witnesses they had at that hearing. They had some young women there who were talking about how they were, how they were, were so embarrassed and pressured, and it was such a terrible thing. Listen, these people were getting their 15 minutes of fame. Some of them actually got deals with, with media oh, yeah. for, because they were out uh, down criticizing the Trump administ- administration. And boy, well, look at, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, look at Liz Cheney. You know, I would have thought this whole thing would have ended her career in the whole nine yards. And what does she get? She gets a, she gets a nice kiss me job. Uh, at a university. I wouldn't be surprised if she switches to the Democratic Party and somebody in the next few months decides to make her a cabinet member. Put her in cabinet some position member? of power. Yeah, I'm, 
if they could clean her name, they would probably run her because they don't know what they're going to do in 2024. Joe is giving all the indications he's going to run. But, you know, I think even Joe knows if he runs, he's not going to be there for the entire four years. He's not capable. And we all know that. He knows it. Well, how uh, about this? Would you be surprised if she became a Democrat and maybe his vice presidential partner in 2024, Liz Cheney? Well, he could. And, yeah, you know, she, she wouldn't be good news, but she probably would sit there and make deals with woke Republicans, and that would be their yeah. selling ticket on that. And and the, uh, she probably has dirt that she... The Democrats you know, would, em- would the Democrats would embrace her. They yeah. they would they would uh, welcome her on board. But Hillary's not going to let that happen because Hillary wants to find a way to get into the White House, even if it's a back door. Boy, she's really polishing up her her act again. If mm-hmm. you if you've seen her, she's starting to make public appearances, and she's sounding like the candidate she was way back when. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. So you know they they boot Kamala. And they put Hillary on the ticket, and uh, they got the steel down, and they'll say, well, the the combination of Joe and Hillary is it. And then, you know, a couple of months in, they'll pull a Fetterman on on Joe, and then Hillary steps up, and they bring in somebody else to be under her. Then you got Hillary for the next eight years. Ooh, isn't that something to think about? (laughs) There were a lot of Democrats that actually didn't vote mm-hmm. for Hillary because they know that she, they know what she is, you know. But if they, once they put, once she's in, mm-hmm. you know, they'll support her no matter what. Well, there are some people who just like her because she's Hillary. She's just, she's Hillary. Forget the fact that she's going to continue taking us to places we don't want to go. Uh, they just love Hillary, and it was it really was her turn. You know, we're at a point where we vote for people because of their color and gender. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're such such a woke society right now. It, it's it's really frustrating. Um, I can't believe that we're at the point we're at right now, where we are. Well, look what happened with the bank situation, Signature Bank and and Silicon Valley Bank folding like they did. I got to play this for you. We were. We were grew up in a time when banks were, uh, they were a little stiff-collared. They wore suits and ties. Uh, the banker in, in the community was somebody who was uh, kind of stiff, you know? I mean, he was only interested in making a profit and guarding his money. That's the banker. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. Uh, just before Signature collapsed, they had an advertising campaign and they put some videos together with your employees. This opens up. Now, when you first hear them singing, you have about 15 to 20 signature employees singing, but they are covered with what looks like feathers. It looks like they've been tarred and feathered. Right. Yeah. It, and it is the goofiest looking video I have ever seen. It's only a minute and 45 seconds, but listen, this is the video that this failing bank Put together, by the way, when you're listening to this, understand that this thing wasn't produced on a shoestring. There's production value. It cost money to do this. I was in the advertising business. I had an advertising agency. And and I'm talking, 
20 years ago, uh, 20 years ago, this thing would have cost probably ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to produce, and today it probably would have cost maybe a hundred thousand to produce mm-hmm. with the way things have gone up. But this is their video. Ruthless, so many useless meetings. Some banks will sell the souls. Some banks just feel real old. I wish they were so. But I still wake up. banking like it should be done that's what they sing in the song we do banking like it mm-hmm. should be done first of all it probably costs more than 100 grand to do that because you know they had to rehearse that yeah they, and you know what that sounds like that almost sounds like you're going to one of these modern uh christian revivals yeah. <laughs> well you know, hey maybe there's some uh, maybe somebody said look at let's take that whole concept and uh instead of making it religion Let's make it banking. Oh, I, well, yeah. that works. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work. And by the way, like I said, they had maybe 20 of their executives in this commercial. And I'm sure they were all either junior or senior executives who were singing. They weren't like the tellers. And uh, these are people who should have been actually doing their job. They should have been at their desk working. And no, no, because they had a side gig. They got paid to do this. Oh, the, oh absolutely. I and forgot to mention to, that. they had to do it because it's a video. Uh, they had to get their union contracts. You know, like, you don't realize this, but, you know, because of media, all right, when you become a politician, you know, the, uh, the, the Honorable uh, Jim Harrington, well, all of a sudden, He's not only got his after card, but he's got a SAG card because when you get interviewed on TV, you get paid for that. Well, there was a day not too long ago when they would just do it and they wouldn't oh, join well, the union. They wouldn't join the union. You're right. They now they would join the union because it's woke. Now they not they, they would have in the old days, I'm talking twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. Uh, you went to a bank and they wanted to do a video like this. They just get a bunch of their employees and do it. And they wouldn't join anything. But today, because it's politically correct, yeah, they would join the unions. Yeah, I would, and that's what they do. I'm, 
you know. They 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 had to spend days rehearsing this because it's a dance routine too. You know, they're waving their arms in unison. They're singing a song that I'm sure they had to learn, uh, and it wasn't a terribly great song. It wasn't a great jingle. I mean, you had to listen and, carefully. And what were their outfits again? Well, they opened the video up, and I swear they're they're standing there. It looked like they were tarred and feathered. They literally yeah. all of them were covered with like feathers. And, and yeah, I'm thinking, I, what I, is this? Yeah, I think when you go to the internet, you actually when you scroll through, you've seen the video. But, you you've seen the picture. Doesn't it look yeah, like they were tarred the and feathered? Yeah, they do. And uh, I mean, it's there. You know, you. So they said, are you surprised that the bank collapsed? The bank collapsed. Yeah, because it, it was a shock to me. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, they they weren't spending their time working; they were spending their time dancing. Well, I I just don't think they got enough rehearsals in. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you leave it to me to figure out the um, the unobvious. I understand there are other videos that they shot. I haven't got the audio for those. That's just one of them they posted. But apparently, they did a series of uh, different videos. Oh, don't worry. Someone's going to release him. Somebody's going to go, yeah, let's put yeah. him out there now. Well, you know, so what has happened is that a lot of people have lost money. You know, when they say nobody's going to be hurt by this baloney, first off, Biden said, if you have money in these banks, you're covered. But if you're an investor with these banks, you've lost it. Well, those people are hurt. A lot of people have invested with these banks. But, you know, I felt comforted uh, comforted and, and, and assured that my money is not going to pay for this bailout. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. right. Thank you, Joe. Thank yeah, you, Joe. Yeah, and you can trust Joe. He wouldn't lie about anything, you know, when it comes to money, when it comes to race, when it comes to uh, transgenderism. Mm -hmm. oh, he wouldn't I should, lie. I should also point out, this is interesting to point out, uh, that was a signature uh, video, signature bank video. Signature banned President Trump's accounts after the January 6, 2021 Capitol Hill protests. Now, I'm hoping that President Trump didn't negotiate his money back into those banks. I'm thinking that they actually probably did President Trump a favor by removing his accounts or not acti you know, deactivating well, his account. did he get his money back ever, or do they, did, oh, is I, it still blocked? I think that they probably gave him his money back. They probably just didn't give him access to doing anything with it. I mean, he could either take his money out or would just sit there with not generating any interest. Or Yeah, so if it was just sitting there not generating any interest, mm -hmm. uh, he will not get his money back. Uh, Period. Well, he, he got his money back. I think he did get his money back. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think he did. That was 2020, and I'm sure I'm sure he's looking at Signature Bank going, there's a, uh, bullet. there's a bullet I dodged. Um, Joe Biden on Tuesday traveled to Monterey Park, California, to yeah. uh, tout his new executive order on gun control. Gun control. He's, he's really going to take your guns one way or the other. Here's what he said. To pass universal background checks. Eliminate gun manufacturers' immunity from liability. And I'm determined, once again, to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. Okay, now i got to ask you a question. You bought a gun. I mean, mm -hmm. what's new about background checks? I mean, if you bought a gun five years ago, you had to 
pass a background check. Right. So what's different? They talk about it. Like the they, only thing that they really do, once they have you, they background check you and they have information, they just make sure that you haven't had, from what I understand, you've got no criminal convictions, mm-hmm. you know, or pending convictions. Uh, they want to be sure that you're not uh, into right. domestic violence. But they, we already, they've been doing that for years. I'm thinking that the only difference is maybe you can't buy a gun at a gun show. I guess at gun shows, it was like a loophole. You could buy a gun and take it home with you, and there was no uh, background check. I have to call Chuck on that. I, I, I have a buddy that... Uh, is into that stuff? Well, he does, yeah. I mean, he has to carry a big insurance policy, but yeah, that's the deal, because... What would happen is you 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 rent the Coliseum, you go in there and you have the gun things, but mm-hmm. everything inside you got to go through a background check, sell it. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, I got Bill Knight uh, arms. And, you know, we make guns, and I pull my truck up between the back of that truck and the freight door to go into that convention center. Mm-hmm. Anything that takes place in between those spots, mm-hmm. not regulated. So I so can go. I could buy somebody, a gun off the back of his truck and and just take it you home. You could go and buy a gun right off the back of the truck, and um, hmm. just give me the money for the gun. Here's your gun. Yeah, I love it. Well, I, I mean, he's talking about stuff. I think we already have rules for uh, hmm. regulations, uh, background checks. But he wants. He's still talking, and he said this numerous times. He wants to take away the assault rifle, uh, like it's. That's a big deal. And what do you say, large ammunition clips? What, well, how, define what that I was just going to uh, say that. What is, what's his definition? Is it a 10-round clip, a 20, 15, 25? All right. Well, let's just take a look, you know. Um, you know, let's say my 9-millimeter. My, uh, you know, the clip is a 7-clipper. Mm-hmm. I put a 10-clip in. Mm-hmm. Is that a high capacity? I mean. Uh, yeah, who defines it? Well, that's just it. You okay. know, I have a, a PC charger, mm-hmm. um, and it, it shoots 9 millimeters, and it usually has uh, a 10 clip that just goes in there. But then you can go and take that clip out, put the magazine in there. Well, now you got 50 rounds. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I, I don't want to have three or four different 50-round mags. I want to, when I go out and target shoot, I want to go... You know, I want to, you know, have, have but a let's day. talk about that for a second. You know, people don't realize this. A lot of people who aren't into weapons, into guns and stuff, they hear the word assault rifles and they think of like mini machine guns. They really do. Uh, they M16 would be an assault rifle, and an M16 was designed to assault a hill, assault an enemy. You could, right. I, I, I fired them. You take it from. Single shot, there's a switch on the side, you put it on full auto, and it shoots. I'll never forget this because we had to learn this in basic training. You shoot 18 rounds in 1.3 seconds. That's a whole clip. And and your DIs, your drill instructors would say, don't do that. Don't, no. Because you'll You're blow, wasting ammo. You'll, what yeah, are you shooting at? You'll Nothing. blow through tw- 20 rounds of bullets, and then you'll have an empty clip, and you'll be stuck. So don't do that. Any unless you get uh, you get the drums, you get a single drum. Right. Yeah, and that holds one hundred and fifty, maybe two. But you know, uh, or you get a double drum. 
The and people, well, now you got 300 rounds in there. But, you know, you can, you can blow that away in 45 seconds. People look at an M16 and they look at an AR-15 and they say, well, it's the same gun. No, it is not the same gun. It is close. Mm. They're, they're, they're related, but they're not the same gun. The difference is an AR-15 is a semi-automatic weapon. Now, what is a semi-automatic weapon? You have to pull the trigger to fire each round. Yeah, now it's it's a light tap, but it doesn't matter. It's still, you, you know, have to, you have to pull the trigger. Gun, but I yeah, have I have a, a little twenty two rifle. It looks like an AR fifteen. It has a twenty five round clip. That would be considered a uh, a, a large magazine clip. It yeah. is, but it's a twenty two. You know, people would. Some people would tell you that a twenty-two is for shooting squirrels. You know, I mean, I mean, but that's not necessarily the case. It's not really. It's like somebody said to me once. A friend of mine said to me once. It's not the first one you have to worry about. It's the other twenty-four that come right after it. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. You know, you want to have a high-capacity machine gun. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, uh, probably now someone will listen to it and go, "Oh, you know what? He's right." But Crossman, you know, the, the, you know, they make, they air make, guns. yeah, the pellet guns. The, the, yeah, the pellet guns, air guns. You know, they make a machine gun. And you can go and buy 300 rounds that you put in there, and it, they're the hollow point. Mm-hmm. They're the little hollow points. Is it, one, is it 1.77 millimeters? It's, it's a, it's a it's small pretty good size pellet. pellet. Yeah, I have, I have some over here. I have a, yeah, but you, you can sit there and do that. And you look at the distance they shoot; mm-hmm. it's a pretty good distance. Oh yeah, they don't make a lot of noise. It's it's an air rifle. They're accurate. I think they cost about two hundred bucks, not much. And you know, and the you you get the jar, you know, the big canister of the pellets. You fill it up. You can change the magazine hold in it, and you know what? You got a machine gun, but you got three hundred rounds or five hundred rounds. You can shoot the whole thing automatically in one minute. Or I less. believe it. I believe it. And and you know, if you have a lot of think of it, everybody knows what a BB looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, a pellet isn't much different except it has some shape to it, but it's about yeah. the same physical size. Now, imagine how many rounds can you shoot with it? A hundred rounds, two hundred rounds. Well, it depends on what you. Uh, yeah, it depends on the capacity you have. You know, and how many shells that you. Uh, and I say shells because you're talking about the 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 pellets. They look like a little. Um, they look like a little silver. Yeah, yeah. And but they they hollow point them. You yeah. know, what's still about a hollow point? You know, well the hollow point when that pierces, that go corkscrew around and chew up everything inside. It also flattens out. It also yeah. mushrooms uh, hollow points. Um, it is a uh, if you have a hollow point gun of any kind, uh, it can be much more deadly than yeah. uh, the regular, with a steel case, steel jacketed bullet. Uh, yeah. uh, I, but the, you know, Biden doesn't really know what he's talking about. When you know, this is the same guy who said, "Look, don't get yourself an assault rifle. Get yourself a shotgun." He said this. I haven't got the audio with me right now, but he says, "Get yourself a shotgun." That'll scare him off. Fire a couple of rounds of them with a shotgun. This this guy, he will say anything at any time 
four political points. He lives yeah, that he, way. He's an expert on everything. Yeah, get yourself a shotgun. That's yeah. That's going to do wonders there. You know, that doesn't work. You know, what did he say to uh, what was it yesterday or something like that? You know, now you got to know this guy's a racist. We know he's a racist, oh, sure. and we know he's a liar. Yeah. We uh, know that he's a homophobe. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. Then, he, he, and then he, he was re recanting, relating. Or you have the audio? I w yeah, I was listening to audio from him ye uh, yesterday yeah. from 2004, not terribly long ago, when he was talking about marriages between a man and a woman, and everybody knows the difference. He was saying this mm -hmm. in public. He was, he was screaming from the rooftops about the differences in sexualities, and now... He's criticizing Florida because they have a rule that bans uh, people from uh, sexually changing children. Listen. Transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. I'm sure she it's did. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean... What, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. Wow. This guy just, he'll say anything for anybody. He's a chameleon. He, he changes color all. Yeah. How many times have you time. heard stories from his family? My mother would say, my father my would say. My dad would say, I was guilty. He dropped me did he off say? at school. Yeah, tell me that's, he did say this. Yeah, Listen. you know, he's sitting there going, so, you know, you know, but it was back in the 50s, and dad was taking me to school, and he pulled up, and. You know, as I looked out, right there by my door were these two well-dressed men, and they were kissing. And he turned around and looked at, looked at his dad, and his dad said, Well, Joey, it's like this. You see, they love each other, and it's just that simple. And I call BS. Well, let me tell you something. The rest of the story, when he told that story, he was much. He was a little more specific as to the location of the drop-off. He said something like, "I was being dropped off at St. Francis Academy." I mean, he he named yeah. where he named where he was being dropped off. So somebody did a fact check and found out that there was like a seven-block discrepancy from from where he was being dropped off and the school. You know, right, my here's dad, my question: <laughs> Yes, is, is he the world's biggest liar? Which he, yeah. he is. Or is he senile? No. And he's taking, you know, his lying. You're prone to lying. If you're a liar, you're a liar. And then you're just taking all these little tidbits of stuff out of your mind and, and turning them into stupid well, stuff like that. Let me like ask you a question. If, he, if he's been doing this for years and his sycophants keep applauding him and laughing at him and giggling with him and thinking that it, his stories are funny, does he stop? No, he just keeps going because he's been encouraged by these morons who either believe him or accept his lies, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, something that we played yesterday, or maybe it, was, maybe it was the day before, I'm not really sure. They all run together sometimes, folks. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you you pointed it out this morning. It was uh, uh, something we played with Maria Bartiromo and Representative James Comer. James Comer was uh, on Fox and I guess her show. Oh, oh yeah. And they were talking about, about the bank. Bank. No, no, stuff. no. We, this was uh, this was about the classified documents. This was about right. this was about uh, what they've found and right. what and what they have. What Comer's committee has on Biden right now, which leads not just Hunter uh, to the Chinese, but other people in the Biden family. Yeah, another Biden name that had not previously shown up. Right. Well, who, who would that Biden be? I mean, you know. The, well, the, hey, you know. Could it be Jill? Could be the big guy. Who knows? This is James. Well, no, no. He's already been. He's, well, he's been. Could be the brother. He's the target. Could be the brother. Could be Joe. Well, he, but he's known to. He's, you know, Hunter, yeah. the brother, and Joe, they're all. It, it could be the doctor. Could be. Who knows? Is the doctor, the, the, they said the last name. It's uh, a Biden member. Well, listen, here's what Biden he, family member. Here's the interview. The National Archives revealing in a letter to Senators Grassley and Johnson on Tuesday that nine boxes of documents were taken from the office of President Biden's attorney, Patrick Moore, but they have yet to be reviewed, even though the archives have had possession of this material since November. The boxes were shipped from the Penn Biden Center in Washington to Moore's law firm in Boston. Next month, Biden's former executive assistant from his time as vice president, Kathy Chung, will testify before the House Oversight Committee on the president's handling of classified documents. Join me right now to look ahead as the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Kentucky Republican Congressman James Comer. Mr. Chairman, thanks very much for being here this morning. Thank you for having me. First, I want to get your take on the news of the day, and that is this Silicon Valley bank uh, loss and this failure. You were on a bank board. You're the chairman of the Oversight Committee. What should be done here? Well, look, this is something that I I worry could be a trend. Usually when one bank goes down, more banks go down. And what we've seen early on from uh, articles I've read in the Wall Street Journal and and other financial publications is they invested a lot of cash, a lot of cash that I would assume they had from things like the PPP loan, government policy, and they invested it in bonds. And then because the Democrats spent too much money in all their stimulus, they they, uh, bonds go down when interest rates go up. The Fed had to raise interest rates to combat the Democrat inflation, and then we see now coming out that uh, they were one of the most woke banks in uh, their in their quest for uh, the ESG type uh, type policy and investing. You know, this could be a trend, and there are right. consequences for bad Democrat policy. And I think we need to keep an eye on all the the banking sector right now. Well, we're waiting for a solution. We are expecting an announcement of an acquisition of the Silicon Valley Bank before the markets open tomorrow. We'll see. But let me move on to the work mm-hmm. that you've been doing it's been a couple of weeks since we've spoken and you've been digging in on the business of the biden family what have you learned well, we've had a very good two weeks, Maria. We are finally having people cooperate with us. I think we all know the Biden administration stonewalling. Janet Yellen, Yellen is stonewalling, not turning over the, the bank violations. But fortunately, since we've last spoken, we actually have bank records in hand. We have individuals who are working with our committee. Uh, in the last two weeks, we've met with either these individuals personally or with their attorneys. Uh, and that, that would be four individuals who had uh, a 
ties in with the Biden family on their various schemes around the world. So now we have in hand documents that show just exactly how the Biden family was getting money uh, from the Chinese Communist Party. And, and I will tell you, it's as bad as we thought, Maria. It's very concerning. And, and in a way, I, I'm kind of glad that the, the Biden attorney, Abby Lowell, and the Biden administration has been stonewalling us because when I requested that information two weeks ago versus today because of what we have in hand now, uh, we have a lot stronger case in court for why we need these documents that the Biden family is withholding and that the government's withholding. So they have unintentionally helped our case in our quest to, to get these documents to where we can uh, give the American people the truth and the transparency that they deserve uh, yeah. out of the, their leadership in Washington. Congressman, this is so extraordinary. This is the number one adversary of America, and you're telling us that the Biden family has accepted money. What does the CCP have? on the Biden family. Whoa, what does the CCP have on the Biden family? But, you know, Joe seems unfazed by the whole thing, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And, you know, there's another Biden that's apparently now name cropped up, you know, and then their last name is Biden. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that gives you a short list there. You know, it's not the brother. It's not honor. It's not Joe. Um, so what other person in that family has the last name of Biden. Hmm. Who knows? And will we ever find out? Or is this just going well, to be a no, lot of... they've got it. They, they, it was yeah, on, but is, uh, is this on hearing, documents. Is this hearing just going to be another exercise in frustration where we get all excited about something going to happen and, the, and then nothing happens, you know? Well, you know, they, they have blocked it for how many years now? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. two and a half years at least. We you found know, out I about mean, the... We found out about Hunter's uh, relationship with China just before the 2020 election. It was October. Right. Was it Bobolinsky, the guy who was his partner, who did an interview on uh, Tony Bobolinsky, did an interview with uh, Tucker and explained the whole thing. And everyone thought the media would go nuts and they ignored it. It was crickets. Well, that's the way the media works. And that's they're, they're bought, they're paid for. And we have been protecting Joe for a long time. And you would think mm-hmm. that there would be somebody that wanted to give him up. But they protected him for a long time. It was hell and high water to get the information to do all of this. So you got to wonder how they're going to stop all this. You know, you look at the, uh, the, uh, the bank crash, mm-hmm. you know, last week. And, you know, it wasn't one bank. There's more banks that have crashed. Right. Yet, now all of a sudden, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about the war in well, Ukraine. Well, what they've done is they've said, it's all taken care of. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Right. We, we, nobody's going to be hurt, and we're not going to use your money. That's hey, what I, got a, I got a question for the clergy mm-hmm. out there. All right? You, uh, whether you're a member of a church and you go to church, and you sit down and you worship every Sunday, you pray mm-hmm. every Sunday, you're praying for the Ukraine. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they need to be, they don't need to be prayed for, but think about this. You know, we are, we're sitting there defending a godless country because Dicta- dictator. Yeah, yeah. Because Zelensky is shutting down churches, arresting the clergy. Yes. And locking them up. And now you as a good Christian, Want to give him money to sit there and fight his war? 
And part of that fight is against you, my friend. Well, our, our leader, our president, goes over there and embraces Zelensky. He sends his cabinet members. Janet Yellen goes over there. Merrick Garland goes over there. They embrace him, bring him more checks. They, and they love what he's doing. And, and, you know, the politicians on both sides, many of them, are, are just saying this war is necessary. And I don't see an end game with this, this war. There I don't, is no end game. And how does it benefit us? Think it about it. It doesn't. I mean, how does it benefit the church? But, you know, you hear, well, that's, that's very true. The, the leaders of all Christian faiths should be saying, enough, this is not right. These people shouldn't be shuttered. They shouldn't be closing down right. these churches, arresting priests and nuns of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Right. So what does that spell? I mean, you know, before you sit there and take the government's word for it and we willy-nilly go into all of this stuff, what are we fighting for? Hey, you can go to church in Russia. You can go to church at the Russian Orthodox Churches in Russia and other churches, by the way, in Russia. They have other denominations in Russia now. It's not the country it was in the 1970s and 60s. Uh, mm -hmm. They've allowed churches to to reopen. But this guy Zelensky, he's closing them down. Yeah, and that's what I don't get. Why are we doing this? Well, you know, is it something to do with the fact that maybe, maybe we have a godless administration for the most part? Maybe well, they're... Well, you know what? If we got a godless administration, then we are a godless country. Well, there's something to be said for that right now. I'm not saying that we have... I think the people in our country, I'm talking about mainstream America, people like you and me, our neighbors, I think they are the same type of Americans that we had uh, throughout the decades. They're loyal, they're patriotic, they love their country. But I do think the administration, the people who are driving the bus, right. these people don't have faith like they like we think that they do. We hear Biden talking about um, little children should be able to be uh, the subject of uh, sex change operations in Florida. He calls it cruel how they don't have that opportunity. Children can't have a sex change operation. You know, there are some parents out there, folks, and I've seen the interviews and I've heard, there are some parents out there, they're a little wacko. They look at their right. they look at their four year old and the four year old is an innocent little cherubic face who uh, you want to hug and maybe if it's a little boy he has almost a little feminine glee in his in his look at four or five and they look at him and they think oh I think he's really a girl I think he deserves a sex change operation that they there are some parents who will easily take their children down for a sex change operation. The kid had no say in it. Well, you know, a lot of women now are saying they're not going to compete in sports because of this transgender thing that's going on. And you know about uh, Jill introducing the transgender woman for uh, uh, an award here, what, a week or two ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was amazing. Amazing. Uh, it was an award that should have gone to I guess uh, the best woman athlete, the best woman. It was a it was a character award, and they bring out this guy. I swear to God, it looks like somebody I played football with in high school. I mean, this guy had shoulders. He comes out yeah. with a dress on, and he accepts the award, and then he turns around 
and he kisses Tony Blinken, and Blinken winces, which I thought was an interesting response, like, ooh. Uh, but they do it because it, it checks off a box on their woke list, you know? Oh, yes, we are a woke administration. And what they don't tell you is they're keeping that award away from a deserving woman. Well, you know, this is an, this is an attack by the left. Yes. On women. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they, they so easily change their stripes. They are chameleons. On, yes. In one breath, they'll tell you they're, they're for the woman. We, are, we stand with now and all these things. And then on another breath, they'll be taking all of the trophies away from the women and give them to the guys who are dressed up in drag. Yeah. Don't, don't be fooled. I mean, women were born with very unique attributes and things about them that is indigenous to them only that no man can ever possess, no matter what kind of alteration hey, that he gets. If you've ever seen, if you've ever been in the room when a child is born, you realize just how strong women are, and boy, you realize you ain't got it. If you're a guy, you couldn't do what they're doing. I mean, no. they go through uh, an amazing transformation. They become superheroes when they deliver. And um, yet these guys will tell you, I had a woman say to me, a friend of ours, a friend, I say friend of ours, she's somebody we've talked to about the program. Uh, say, she said to me, why in the name of God would these guys want to be women? Why do they want to menstruate? And I thought, well, that's a very good point. I haven't, I don't know the attraction, but they oh, want yeah. to. And, and you know, there are guys now that are getting impregnated. They they plant the seed inside of them, and and the and the egg and the seed, and they they their body's not made for it, but mm -hmm. they carry that child. And I'm like going. There's just so many things wrong with that. And I'm not trying to sound like a homophobe, you know, and I no, try no, to understand. A, there's a difference, Bill. There's a difference between uh, if you are somebody who is attracted to another sex, that's between you and that person. That's not my business. You know, that's a whole different thing. Well, that's how I feel. You know, like, look, you know, if, if well, well, Joey, that's, it's that simple. Well, if two guys want to kiss and they want to be roommates and stuff, you know, and 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 have that life. That's their that's business. Their thing. But that's all they got. Well, you, you and know, don't go beyond that. You know, there's a difference. When we were, when I was a younger man, there was an acceptance to that lifestyle, it, but it wasn't worn like a badge. But right. now, now in our society, this woke society, they have annual parades where. Guys who run up and down the street in, in g-strings, uh, flaunting their their packages, and um, it's it's supposed to be a, a thing of great pride. And w w that whole word, by the way, has been has been hijacked, hijacked by you know. Well, that ha has happened a lot in our society. Do you remember the gay nineties? That meant something yeah. totally different when you were a kid. Hey, you, you know, know what? Uh, we're both radio guys, and there was a time there there was that you would there were stations you wanted to go to, and I think it was in Georgia. Oh, WGAY. Uh, there was a station. 
And it was KGAY or WGAY. WGAY. I think it was Virginia. Was it Virginia? Maybe. It was one of those states. Yeah. But it was a prominent top 40 station. Yeah. So for a young disc jockey, you go, yeah, I want to go play the hits. Go cut your teeth at uh, at uh, gay radio. <laughs> Not anymore. Now, that's a whole new meeting there now. You yes. know, it's like, yes. And I don't think that yes. station exists anymore. But I mean, you, you, know, you can't give, you can't promote the big gay. You know, uh, it just doesn't work nowadays. I mean, it it may have worked back in 1970, but not anymore. Not no more. W words have been, like you said, they've been hijacked. But getting back to uh, the 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 society we live in right now, do you notice that every Every month is a new month. It's it's Black History Month. It's Women's Month. It's Pride Month. It's this month. It's that month. I mean, I, I think that goes to the media. I think television. If you watch like the History Channel or all these uh, some of these these woke networks, they love having slides, bumpers, IDs at the top of the hour. You know that promote Black History. Or you know, I'm not against Black History. I think I think there's a lot of Black well, History, but you know, by doing this, they sig they they point out a group. They isolate a group to a certain extent. Instead of being right. inclusive, right? Instead of saying we're all in this together as a group, all of us, we take a moment to say, no, we're all a little different. Like this group over here, this group over here, it's Black History Month. They're different yeah. than us. And I think that's a mistake we make in our society. We should we should include people and go on with our lives. Uh, back right. a couple of years ago, with all the riots we had, right? Uh, and we had some Black Lives Matter riots that were just terribly destructive. Cities burned. Uh, mm -hmm. It wasn't pleasant, but it was pleasant for some people. The Black Lives Matter movement and related causes received an astonishing. Are you sitting down? Eighty-two point nine billion dollars from corporations. Billion dollars. Now, my first question is, what did they do with the money? Have you seen it on the streets helping build the communities up? Have you seen no. it do anything constructive for the betterment of the blacks in our country? I would think that they would have community centers. They would have, uh, for people who have addiction problems, they would have rehab centers going up based on the money they picked up from that that move now. What has happened is a lot of the leaders have got really nice houses and live lavish lifestyles right now, and uh, I don't know where the money's going, folks. Eighty-two point nine billion with a B. Larger. So, what were the companies that uh, that invested this? Money? Apple, Microsoft, General stop, Motors. Stop buying Apple. Stop buying Microsoft. Nah, you know they don't care. I mean, when you have that well, kind of money, they have enough people. But you know, oh, that's just the white man asserting his power. All right, that's, that's, and I'm saying this tongue in cheek. Uh, when's National White, uh, white Month? There isn't, and, and, and that would no. That's racist for you to even say that. That's racist. Yeah, but I'm, now, not a ra I, I'm not a racist. We, but we live. What do they say? If Democrats didn't have two standards, they'd have no standards at all. If they didn't yeah. have double standards, they would have no standards at all. As a point of reference, $82.9 billion is more than the gross domestic product of 46 African countries. In, 19, in 2022, the Ford Motor Company's profits were 
$23 billion. They also noted that uh, the sum of $82.9 billion includes more than $123 million to the BLM parent organizations directly, as well as to uh, much more to other organizations supported by BLM's agenda. But they don't say who those organizations are. Walmart, for example, based in Arkansas, gave a whopping $100 million in support to BLM uh, and related causes. $100 billion. Amazon gave even more, supplying the movement with an astonishing $169 million. Silicon Valley Bank, listen to this. Silicon Valley Bank, the bank that just folded, gave the movement $73.45 million. Mismanagement, friends, mismanagement. But well, they wouldn't say that, you know, because they were they were promoting something that they believe in. With you other know, people's they're trying to shut with, down our throat. With other people's money. Yeah. You know. Uh, everything is with other people's money. Yours money and and my money. I leave you with this. Where were the overseers, the people who were supposed to be watching these banks, you know, where were they over the last six months or a year? It's it's like they were, st- you know, if you see a, an accident, it's, right. it starts before it hits the wall. You know, if a car is racing down the road and it hits a wall, the accident really starts before it hits the wall. Either when they the, lost control. Exactly. Yeah. They start to skid, they swerve, and they hit the wall. That's the same thing with a bank closure. It starts to swerve and skid. You see it. You see it all. But they were... They were dancing with the other people in their commercials, you know. Anyway, my friend, we've done in it again. In their tart and feathered outfits. Yes, and they look so chic. Hey, yes, listen, did, I mean. uh, we've done it. Another show in the can. Uh, you can call us, by the way, at our our number. We have a number. We really, honest to goodness, it's the phone has been paid for, and they didn't it's get connected. It's smoking too. Is yeah. It? Wait, that's a whole. No, that's another mind. thing. Eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. And mail at uh, crnamerica.com. So there you go. Those are the ways to get in touch with us. Uh, The carrier pigeon, he's on vacation this week. And I leave you with this. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl... You stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. I thought I'd leave you with a little Fred Rogers. Boys are boys from the beginning. You know how many people on the left cringed? Oh, I know. They just heard that. Oh, there are people screaming at the windows right now, but that's okay. Hey, listen, friends, have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow, Bill. Have a nice uh, remainder of your time up there in Boston, huh? Oh, yeah, look, the sun is out. I should be shoveling. You'll be going to the beach today. Yeah, right. (laughs) I got my bathing suit out. I'm going to go and shovel some sunshine. That's a sight. That's a sight to see. No, it's not a sight to see. I'll probably just go to the pool. Goodbye, Bill. See ya. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. 
It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>